0: The Digital Python Podcast, episode 48, Christmas edition. Oh, the weather outside is
1: frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And
0: since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it
2: snow. That man liked
0: and his whiskey.
2: <laughs> I forgot how nice his voice was. It's like a blanket. Oh, yeah. You just yourself Beautiful. up in it. He's a delight.
1: golden
0: chariot in the rough. <laughs> Is your mic on? <laughs> yes, it's the on. Unpolished okay. diamond. <clears throat> when hey, speaking of polished things, Bill. Yeah. No, I don't know. I was just talking. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast this week. <laughs> I'm confused.
2: Ah, I am too.
0: Bill likes to polish things. Oh. Like, like poles. Knobs.
2: I do want to thank somebody. Well, let's go ahead. Uh,
0: let's hear her. Who are you thinking?
2: My hero, Dirk. Because after the comedy show we were out last week, or no Friday,
0: just kind of overdramatic.
2: He <laughs> he pulled the car up to the curb so I wouldn't have to walk on the ice.
0: Oh, what I, a was, nice
2: guy. I was afraid of falling down. Yeah, because it's super fucking slick. Oh, fuck like. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah,
0: during the show, Tony sent a text saying,
2: "Hey, if
0: you guys are still out, watch it. The roads are awful, awful. It was terrible. terrible."
2: Yeah, Christmas. was I was like, Pfft. "Yeah, the highways were."
3: Too bad, but we came back from our dinner, and it was just awful. The windshield was freezing up. We couldn't get the windshield defrosted What on? We well, we were on, uh, well, we came back from Lafayette yeah. on, what was that, 25? 25, 25. Shadeland and yeah. all that. You know, We came back from there, and then we turned and took the back road. Yeah. Well, that was a mistake. That thing was slick <laughs> as
0: fuck. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, we, we went to that comedy show. Uh, Friday evening in Covington, which was, it was really good. It's fun. We had a good time, but we ended up sitting in the very back. We were the lone, we looked like a couple creepers sitting in the back like, of the room.
2: Like the old <laughs> men on the Muppets. Yes. <laughs> or Sesam- Sesame, Sesame, the Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. Muppets. So anyways, that. the
0: big window that was behind the stage, mm-hmm. you could see out of, but you couldn't, it wasn't real. They had lights, Christmas lights, things. Up. Sure, you couldn't see through sure. it very well. So when the show was over we'd gotten several messages from people saying hey be careful it's crappy out and i think somebody even prayed for our souls one time i don't know probably
3: prayed for your souls
0: <sighs> like we have those so anyways we go i go out the front door and i look and it's on the town square in Covington and it's all lit up and i see nothing but sheen and shine oh and yeah it was all it was over bad. i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh
3: it's still bad <laughs>
2: I was clinging on to a little convertible eclipse for life. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little orange eclipse there, and I was like, Feet uh, slipping
3: underneath uh, you. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> look like a cartoon out I mean, there trying was. to stand up. It was. I was taking it was. a little big shuffle steps, like a little yeah. We literally yeah. drove 20 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was all the faster. Because if I drove any faster in order to slow down, I would have yeah. had to start slowing down a, a runway length.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because the yeah, car would was, just
0: get
2: out of shape.
3: Yeah. It was crazy. We came home from up there and we were all over the place.
2: That sucks your your wipers were freezing.
3: Oh, it was too. I mean, it's like the, Yeah. You know, they wouldn't the heater or the defroster wouldn't keep up. You know, it was just freezing on the edges. Kelly was driving cuz I had a couple drinks and she was <laughs> like ah!
0: <laughs> so, she was probably up on the wheel like a little
3: I had a couple of drinks and then Troy and Beth they had few drinks of their own <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know everybody in the car nobody else could drive right, so you're like you're doing fine <laughs> you're doing
2: good honey you're you're i <laughs> also like to thank <clears throat> i don't hear
0: it. oh that was a little bit of a delay
2: our hero dirk for getting the heat fixed in here <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> you can you can thank zach
3: wilson it is zach. warm in the podcast he's, studio this yeah, evening so, because our, uh, our furnace was um, having a Little difficulty. Yeah, I
0: had a hiccup. We got it. Yeah. We got it all straightened
3: out. It's going. working. It's very nice in here. Yeah. Last couple. It's been very cold. Yeah. in here. So
0: um, I want to say the comedy show the other night was good. We had a great time. Enjoyed it. Um, the the last guy, Troy Shackleford, did I think about an hour and a
2: half when did, he started. I was like, he's going to be about fifteen minutes. He he he. The way he was jumping around, It's was, was like, he's not going to go longer than fifteen high- <laughs> minutes. High energy. <laughs> yeah. And
0: he kept it up the whole
3: time. High energy. Well, I'm sorry I missed that. But,
0: it, you know. um, I'm sure, I think Troy's going to pay us a visit sometime down the road, so you'll yeah. get the, you'll get this. I'll the, get the effect. Yes, you'll get <laughs> to right. enjoy it. All right, then. Um, one thing I want to talk about. Okay. Just, unless you got something No, I, I got okay. Um, You know, you, are you aware that they have adult coloring books? Not, not, not triple X nude yeah. coloring books, but uh, coloring books for adults. And usually, it's, you know, geared, it, it's not, it's coloring books that are just. The regular kids, I, th- I think the quality paper's better. Okay, um, everything I else, did not know that. Well, I ordered one for myself. Okay, really? And I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. No, but it's a die-hard <laughs> collar. <bed. laughs> no, nice. holy shit! And, and I already started doing one with uh, colored pencils. <laughs> there you go. It's a, it's a scene where he's dragging his he's, he's crawling <laughs> After on he the floor. Stepped in the glass. <laughs> he stepped in the glass into <laughs> the bathroom. And there's a stream of blood behind it. Excuse me. It. Uh, I started on the bottom of his foot with the, the red blood and everything. I, I didn't get any
2: further. I just started that last Was night. it a checkered tile floor or just tile floor? I, I think it, I think it's a... It's going to be I, whatever you want yeah, it to be. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs>
0: beauty. But yeah. I, my wife actually um, had bought a adult coloring book um, yeah. last year because she likes to color. She does. She likes crayons. She does, sure. She enjoys doing that with the kids.
3: A lot of people do.
0: So. She she likes to be able to sit there every once in a while. And yeah, she's got quiet time whenever that happens. And Never,
3: you got so kids?
0: Yeah. When I saw this, I was like, I have to have it. Yeah. So I I cool. sat down in my chair the other night and colored that. And there's there's actually like games. Huh. huh. That's cool. <laughs> it says there's glass all over the floor, and poor John McLean isn't wearing any shoes. Huh. Can you help him get to the exit without cutting his feet?
2: <laughs> Wonder if they have like a Schindler's List coloring book. <laughs>
0: <sighs> <laughs> wasn't that movie in black and white
2: well there was one that, well, we can put it in color <laughs> this is gone horribly. Oh, horrible oh my <laughs> that one little girl who had a red coat this, this <laughs> is <laughs> how you could find her later in the in pile of bodies there, there what, you go. that's what they did yeah. <laughs>
0: this is what cracks me about this like oh, one of the first, boy. first few pages you, you of would gone, go there <laughs> Is You know, you see John with a teddy bear at the airport, like the beginning of the movie, and then you see uh, his wife looking at the family foe in her think office. they could have
3: done a little better job making him look like Bruce Willis. I, but,
0: I know. Yeah. know. Then, yeah. then the next have... one's where he straight shoots the security guard in the forehead at the right, desk. Right, right, right. Huh. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to turn that off?
3: Huh? It's not bothering me. Okay. If you, you know. I yeah, I like heat, you yeah. know, so.
2: It will, <laughs> we'll, we'll. we'll take it this time then you've got everybody it's
3: very cold out this but evening they might so. not
2: have the the actors in there good. might have owned their likenesses Likeness, so.
3: well so the one looks really their... good the long blonde haired guy there right. i mean he he looks that looks really good well you know uh, what mean, was his name uh
0: yeah he he I can't he remember was, a
3: little diehard trivia what here. what
2: was the bad guy's name hans 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 gruber, gruber. well i mean i, what was I don't his, think that doesn't look that looks, he played uh like yeah, Bruce Willis, kinda. he played that Snape guy.
0: He was uh, also oh
3: yeah yeah yeah. He
2: the just long, died. He just died this year. Really? Yeah.
3: I did not realize that. Yeah
2: yeah.
0: I um, did not realize it. the The long blonde haired guy was actually known for. Um, I, I know it sounds st- stupid, but I think ballerina, ballet. He was in. He was a well-known dancer. Well, okay, he was in the he was in uh, the Money
2: Pit with Tom well, Hanks. And yeah, yeah, Samuel. yeah, yeah.
3: He was. Uh, you want to take a look through it? Oh no, no, I'll look yeah. at it later. Yeah, I
2: will look through it. I'll but look uh, all through yeah, it.
3: yeah, yeah, he was in that. Uh, yeah, the Money Pit with Tom Hanks, and he was a uh, what do you call that guy? Yeah, or uh, uh,
0: composer. Composer, not a composer, but not
3: I'm a. Oh, um, uh, you know the guy that stands up there with a the little hand yes, thing and keeps the this keeps is what them all singing. When you have you know? brain
0: freeze conductor but that's pretty cool he's the conductor
3: conductor yes orchestra conductor sorry
0: uh-huh but that that was my great find wow that's last that's week. pretty cool
3: that's i've really never neat. i've never seen a and and like i said the paper that, that
0: now that, yeah, that looks, looks more like, like it. Yeah. yeah the the paper's really a heavy paper and it's yeah. not that thin Stuff you buy at the... Sure. I, I was going to try to have a picture collared all the way before we did this, but I just didn't have enough time. All then. You did pretty good
2: with the one little red part you did.
0: Yeah, well, blood's my specialty.
3: <laughs> blood's my specialty. It okay. Makes you feel, it makes
2: you feel alive drawing blood.
3: Makes you feel alive. <laughs> makes me feel alive having blood. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: hey, before we get too far, uh-huh. I want uh, to give a shout out to some of our uh, somewhat sponsors, some of our uh-huh. friends. Uh, Wild Graphics in Attica. Yes, definitely. Give Katie a call. Give Katie Stroud, is that it? Katie Stroud, Katie Stroud A call
3: good, If you all of your uh, graphic needs. T-shirts, t-shirts promotional products, promo- signs, yeah. vehicle
0: wraps, trophies, and banners. Yes,
3: they did our bumper stickers.
0: And I bet if you went to him with a unusual, you know, off that list, something that's not on yeah, that she list, can, they uh, would probably work and
3: something. And you can either take a graphic tour or she will design it. Yes, so, so uh,
0: big shout out to Wild Graphics.
3: Yes, yes, yes. And
0: uh, Mike's Handcrafted Furniture. Yeah. I oh. saw they were doing some Christmas sales they? for people. Were they? Were um, uh, Also, if you contact them, they might even work with you and make something special for sure. you. Sure. If, if you I'm have sure they something would. in mind. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They will come up with a great yeah, design for him. He's getting healed
3: up pretty good now, so he's, yeah. you know, he's oh, his I hands all he healed, healed up. Yeah, so. he had surgery. So he's, but he's actually uh, doing a little something for Troy for a present for
0: Bill. Oh, so. nice. Shh. And if, if oh, shut if up, Bill.
3: With, with I'm tired of she'll hearing know. your well, shushes.
2: Can we take that out? She'll know. No. Oh, it isn't a surprise. She already Listen. knows
3: he's making oh. something. He just doesn't. She just doesn't know what it is. Um, Speaking of that, though, yeah. are you okay? I was going to
0: say, also with Christmas weekend coming up and New Year's, yeah. don't forget Hall's Taxi Service. Oh, definitely, um, definitely.
2: Oh, I saw his fa- give them I a call. I couldn't find him on Facebook. Give Do them you think a it's call.
0: I don't know. Okay. It's hard I'll, to say. I didn't know if he was, and okay. uh, be safe out there. They just asked for donations. Right. Uh,
3: Get your ride home from the bar.
0: Have a good time. Go Have a great time. Save yourself the worry heck? of getting pulled over yeah. and arrested or getting in an accident hall's or... taxi
3: service and like i say donation he'll give you a mm-hmm. ride right home
0: and I, I think that's basically all i wanted to give shout outs to
1: okay now that
3: we're done well speaking that. of christmas yes mm-hmm. um the Irvins, Troy and beth have made us all a gift oh
0: so like i asked earlier it's not white dried poop is it uh
3: no okay I, I don't need. believe so. Okay. I, I have seen these. Do, do, they are works should, of art. Should we wait till they're here with us? Well, they wanted to be here, but there's it's just so busy right, right now. Right. They just don't really have time. I understand. And, I get it. Uh, Beth's working, and Troy's got the kids. So he it. said he'd just go ahead and hand them out. He did want to okay. be here.
0: They both did. but No problem. Well, but, uh, we, we appreciate I the I will thought. open them up here should before you we get Should we close our eyes until you get it unwrapped? Yes, Please. Should we do a drum roll or anything? No.
3: Oh, I do uh, have a no? drum roll. I have to see which one's whose here. Okay. I'm gonna set that one there, Bill. Don't open okay. it yet. Alright. Gonna open them together here.
0: Sure.
3: Alright. Reveal.
0: Reveal. Reveal.
3: Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Troy and Beth have make a uh, made us some. Wait a second, ornaments.
0: That's not fair. How come you got a snowman with boobs?
2: I got a little, a little gingerbread titties on him. I've got, I've got you a have. penis
0: and balls with. You
2: have what a, appears to be veins and you my have name on
0: the very head.
3: detailed dick. You have a very detailed. Does it say dick Dirk? Or dick Christmas on it? ornament. It's,
0: well, it says Dirk. I and I really have thinking. a
3: snowman with a giant, oh, giant piece. I, well, I
0: got the. I literally got the shaft. You got the shaft. <laughs> literally Great. got the shaft.
3: That's cool. Though. We're gonna have to get us a little uh, podcast Christmas tree yeah. here. Then we hang know, maybe, them on the Christmas maybe tree. That's hey, there a, you
0: go. That, there that, you go. that one may not handle
3: the weight of these. <laughs> well, that's true. We might have. We'll have to put them in the right spot. Maybe, but,
2: maybe that's not a snowman. What's that going on down uh,
3: there? I'm thinking that that I think a, a That could be a, be a vagina. Yeah.
0: I think that's a. I think that's yeah. a. Uh, uh, it's pat. We can, we so can rub ours. Tony yeah. Together, make little babies. <laughs> Dirk basically got <laughs> a, you're, dildo. You're just a dildo.
2: mine. Mine has a heart on top. If you turn it just right, <laughs> that's right. That's
3: right. Uh, <laughs> it's just you love dick. I guess. <laughs>
2: At first, I thought it
3: was a cookie. <laughs> Bill wanted to eat it.
2: it.
3: He still know. wants to eat it. Bill wants to eat mine.
0: <laughs> I, we, no. will, we will take he just pictures. supposed to waller
3: that one around his mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll post these pictures to our Facebook page. Oh, definitely.
3: Gifts.
0: <laughs> yes. But, but thank you, Troy and Beth. I hope they were the ones that made it and no children were in the area. <laughs>
3: no, no children were in the area. What is this plaster or something? I, I'm not sure what it's made of. It looks kind of like plaster, doesn't it? We'll have to get some hooks, and uh, we'll have yeah. to get us a little podcast That's Christmas tree Christmas to hang tree. those yeah. on.
0: I'll, uh, yeah.
3: So if you guys want to, we'll put them back in yeah. here.
0: Yeah.
3: Wrap up, back up, so they don't get broken.
0: Wrapped up. There thank you. Looks
3: fragile, Dirk.
0: Fragile. <laughs> don't want to break Fragily. Dirk's. Dick. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> Troy,
3: they're absolutely wonderful. Yes, you guys, thank <laughs> you, expert
2: craftsmen.
0: That's right. I, I, you know what? If you would, if you would. Told me this was Christopher Radko, I would have believed it.
2: Artistry runs. In I the just store. made a reference runs, the guys runs in that family. I who's, guess who's so. Christopher Radcliffe? Exactly, Radcliffe. Exactly. <laughs> is, he, is he? a country singer?
0: Sure.
3: What is just he? to make this <laughs> conversation <we laughs> Whatever you want him to be. He's, Bill. he's an ornament <laughs>
0: designer. Oh. My my in-law, didn't my mother I know that either. I know that's why I said it. Was Out good. of yeah. all
2: the ornament designers what? I study, right? I didn't, right. Know, I about didn't him. know about
0: him. Yeah. The only reason I know that name,
3: <laughs> the <laughs> only reason I know that. There name we is go again, folks. <laughs> Dirk is full of useless fucking information. <laughs> no, no. There's a, mean, <laughs> there's a backstory
0: to this. My mother-in-law, since since she's had grandchildren, our kids, our our nephews, and nieces. um, she gets them a Christopher Radco ornament, and and we keep it in a box. We don't want oh, okay. take it out. And it's all right. it's uh, I think it's supposed to be a higher end design. I have
3: my own Christmas tree at home. It's all yeah. got. It's got all these little tools on it. Her tool here. Ornaments. There's
0: one you can hang off of it. Yeah. I'll loan yeah. it to you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, I guess that is a tool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, mine doesn't get used very right often. Anyway.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, hell, mine neither. <laughs> I used to
0: I used to have a Christmas tree when it was just she and I. I yeah. had my own up there in our own in my own little living room. Right. And, and I had racing ornaments, I had yeah. all stuff like
3: that. Mine are all tools. Like say, so there's a chainsaw on there, oh, really? a socket wrench, a hammer. There's That's cool. there's a bunch of them. There's probably twenty or twenty. Do they work? Well, I could stab you with them <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> if that's any, what you mean. Anything's a knife if you sharpen it, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think it's there is an actual brush. a knife and a fork on there, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I could jab you in the
0: temple. <laughs> now, was it wasn't this past week? Was it this week that you came over to ask to borrow a tool that I didn't end up having?
3: Yes, yes, I did had you to. Get that I, problem? I fixed? did. I had okay. to put a new uh, blower motor in my um, blazer that I just purchased. Uh-oh yeah so i didn't have any heat it'd go a minute and then stop oh, <laughs> you know everybody's had that happen before so that's where's the data so, on there uh, it's that right the in dash? no it's uh underneath the hood right against oh, the so firewall you but you, you had it. to take the computer out you had to take the uh, uh the um so coolant so tank so. out and oh, yeah sucks, i was worried man. about taking that computer out but you know what youtube video
2: yeah, YouTube's it. the tits of Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, if people don't use YouTube, you should, But the, uh, the battery thing's on there.
3: One of the screw, just one screw you can't get to, so I needed a, um, you yeah, know, what do you call yeah, that thing? Uh, uh, swivel, a
1: swivel. uh
3: huh. A swivel. Yeah. And I had one, one down but the it right was Yeah, it was, like, way too big. Yeah. I would have had to reduce it like 10 times. <laughs> it was like one inch or something. Yeah, I'm like, a one, one inch, inch swivel? Jesus Christ, what the hell are you using that inch? for? Yeah, I got a one inch to a quarter inch drive, you know. I'm working on fire hydrants.
0: Yeah, I guess. I got some stuff I like to do, guys. Yeah, you know. Don't worry about it.
3: It's a secret passion. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby, really. It's, it's, it's a,
0: not, you know, it's not really a job <laughs> if you really love it. Yeah, I don't get paid for it,
3: but. <laughs> It's not a job if you really love it, huh? Yeah. Okay trying to cut it short here you know no
0: i was just i, like I he's don't got have something try- better
3: to do yeah. you know
0: I, I have to give a two-year-old a bath
3: well pff, pff. <laughs> hell Give what her a do? wet wash rag. She'll give herself a bath. No, <laughs> does you have would. a dog? No. No. No, we don't. <laughs> no, you got a cat. Cover her in milk. Ew.
0: That's the problem. She has, like, milk stains on her lips where she's drinking milk all yeah. day and, like, down her shirt.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, get a jackhammer or crust that of stuff off there, don't and, you?
0: and God knows what's in her... in the, Hair in the ends of her hair because her hair's long. Ends of her hair, the
3: little wrinkles wherever
0: yeah. they are, oh, you get all kind of yeah. That's, that's so, so gross. So
3: yeah, formulas the worst though. You know when oh, you got small kids, and, yeah, Cause you know it does. It goes they're the they're the little that. like uh, like my little grandson. He's like the Michelin man, man. He's got little rolls all over his body because he's just a little chunk, man. He's so cute. <laughs> But uh that's how he is. He gets that formula, you know, and it gets down in his neck and it gets in around he oh it
0: just oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it smells. I'm
3: not washing him. It's even. a
0: very sour
3: <laughs> vitamin I've never D. changed a diaper or washed I, a kid me, in my yeah. life, so you know, I'm not doing it. but
1: <laughs>
2: I did find some interesting Christmas songs. Oh yeah. When I was looking around for stuff to play. Is it
1: cold. It might be. Oh, is, this this is pickup. Santa
2: Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick.
4: Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year.
0: Oh, oh Jesus. my!
4: <laughs> and he won't be round to spread his Christmas
2: cheer.
0: <laughs> I don't think he won't even hit Christmas. Cheer. The
2: reindeer all look blue. That they is Tiny know Tim. What he's going through really? Yeah, Tiny Tim. Santa Christmas. Claus Cro- how how old is the that? This year. I don't know. Mid-80s? Tiny Tim. He, won't he died. AIDS wasn't
0: identified till early eighties. <laughs> he
2: he died in ninety nine ish. Right, yeah. Because yeah. him, him and Jerry Lawler had like a little few oh, things. Jesus
0: Christ, here we go.
2: He went out on wrestling and played his I knew his it was going to wrestling. And Jerry Lawler ran out there and broke his ukulele and he was crying. Oh, my. Like, oh, no, you broke my ukulele.
3: You're going to be crying when I break your nose.
2: Please, daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to <laughs> see my mother <mommy> <laughs>
0: Isn't this a chart topper country song now?
2: John John Denver. John Denver. He is also dead. Airplane. Yeah. Couldn't fly airplane.
0: Oh, I thought an airplane landed on him. I'm sorry. Please, uh, daddy, don't
3: get drunk this Christmas. I've been finding some great (laughs) Wow. That's a good one. Please.
2: Send that file to me. Okay. I will. See if you can guess who this is.
0: Alan Jackson?
2: Uh,
3: Well, Santa
0: looked a lot the, like the, way
2: I the Robertsons, the Duck Dynasty guys, have a Christmas album. Oh yeah. That was out there. yeah. <laughs> I would I have mean, yeah. never watched it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you
3: never yeah. watched Duck Dynasty? Yeah, I watched a little bit, so it's not bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Nope. Yeah.
0: Nope. Nope. It's pretty funny. I, I just I really never watched that. I don't I told you, I don't watch those shows Are You like this in the Duck Dynasty? <laughs> yeah, perhaps I am. I'm training it like show. my kids do with food they've never tried. We're just gonna bad mouth it.
2: This one might take a while what to is start it? up. It's bon Jovi. Oh, yeah? I can't remember.
0: New Jersey Christmas where you fish bodies out of the- I don't know. I should have done that East River?
2: Yeah, I'm tired of it already. I mean, yeah. What yeah.
0: The- <laughs> that was a. way off.
2: It's Backdoor Santa. Okay.
3: So, okay.
2: yeah. That, he's taking... Bon Jovi, you're taking too long.
3: That's right. You suck.
2: I, I forgot to cut it down, and it's okay.
3: It's your fault, then.
2: Yeah, apparently I forgot to take some of the silence out of shit too. Because <laughs> there, <laughs> there was some hesitations when I was
3: playing. Well, it, so. you know that gives our. Oh, well,
0: I just I didn't know if it was maybe in your in nah. your uh, control board. Nah, that it's gives not,
3: our listeners see, like time, time to like wipe like their tears.
0: Three. Two, <laughs> it's like why am I listening to this?
2: Two. Yeah, there's three seconds of that <laughs> in there. Okay. First, I thought that
0: at first for that music, I thought it was uh, I. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus, the yeah. Mellencamp mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm, version mm-hmm. of that song.
3: So, what you been up to this week, Bill?
2: Man, it seems like forever since we've done one of these.
3: I know it, it does. does.
2: It, I was like, we got to do one soon because
0: over well, two days late. Yeah. Well, the weather was just so.
3: Oh, it's awful. Dangerous. You Slick. Could, you I yeah, know, I had, had to work yesterday, so I
0: mean, I know it's a long distance <laughs> between
2: Tony and I.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I mean, wanted to
2: do one yesterday, but Dirk said he was scared.
3: I've never measured
2: <laughs> no, <he didn't. laughs> how
3: far it is, but it's probably just you know, about 150 feet. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Might be 20 <laughs> yards. And I drive here, people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this type well, of weather, yeah. It's,
3: it's too damn cold to yeah, walk. it's too cold to walk. And That's in the summertime, way. sometimes the grass is wet, and I don't yeah. get my feet wet because I always wear sandals, so <laughs> just, you know, yeah. I just drive. <laughs> So yeah, what's uh, been going on with everybody this week? I just worked and came
0: home, got out of the weather, and stayed home. I didn't do anything.
3: Literally. Yeah, hmm. me neither. I, I, I come well, home. I don't want to go back outside. So
0: I went to see Rogue One. Yes, you did. I, I was going to ask I, you how that was. It was. It was good. And here's how did it end. I'm not going <laughs> to tell that. <laughs> but here's shut up, Dick. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Maybe I'll just wait till off air. I'll, I'll let you know off air because. It was a good movie. It okay. was really good because well, I wanted to go, but I just had so
3: much shit to get ready right. for this weekend and well, you know.
0: Going into I knew around the timeline it was supposed to be it was supposed right. to be after after episode 3. Mhm. The the newer remade. One's whatever
3: it's supposed to be after that. It's
0: supposed to be after that, but before the original Star Wars: A New Hope.
3: Okay, see,
0: I was confused. So when I was watching it, I was trying about to about the timeline. When I, while I was watching it, I was trying to put together as because you figure there's only probably twenty years.
3: See, I thought it was supposed to be after the first three that I was supposed oh, to pick up no, no, from no. there.
0: No, 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 no. This is this is oh, pre so. first because Star it
3: confused Wars. me because I saw. I because the preview I saw had Darth Vader in it, right. but Darth Vader died, died at the, the end of the Return okay, of the Jedi. So. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did
0: you just spoil that for somebody? No,
2: I'm just so it, If they haven't it, seen Return
3: <laughs> of the Jedi by now, it came out in what? 80? 80, 81? <laughs> <it was laughs> 83? A, I don't know. It was a
2: prequel to the, last, to the old three, but a, a sequel to the, to the, the newest, right. the last newest,
3: ones. Yeah. Well, here, here's okay. the thing. Yeah. See, I was confused there.
0: Here's, here's the thing about this, though. Even while I started watching, I was trying to put together a time timeline of right. how many years it had been since Anakin became Darth, Darth Vader, Vader, and where they were at in the story. Because I knew Darth Vader makes an appearance due See, to the you know, previews.
3: We went and saw the one last year that right. came out about this time, but I've already, I've already forgotten what happened in it uh, because so you go back and watch. Yeah, it. so I need to go back and watch it, but I need, need it. Well, the, I need to go buy it. I've got the
2: DVD. Well, Maryland, well, I
3: have all of them, Maryland from beginning the to end. Right. But I just.
2: Marilyn Manson played uh, Princess Leia's son. He looks no. like Marilyn Manson in that movie.
3: <laughs> no, Bill. <laughs> yeah. No. no. But I don't want to ruin was, any... Well, you know, right. Some people probably haven't even seen that one yet. Well, you know, I mean, right, if they're not right. really a Star this, Wars. This one... You know,
2: we're, I know, it, Bill's more of a... And Darth Vader's, Vader's well, brother, Eddie Vedder, was found. This one...
3: And you're a whole lot of stupid over there, so... Shut up! Starts out.
0: Man. It starts out pretty early, about it starts out where you're ten years ahead of where you finally get to. Right. Um, and then it goes through that and, and I still was trying to figure out where it was and, and, and in the final final part of the movie it don't it you realize where what where it's at.
3: I can't think of his name. I was gonna ask you a question about the show, but I can't think of that guy's name.
0: There wasn't there wasn't anybody really from the pre there was Appearances, but not no. much
3: of previous. But no, no, but it was an it was a new person in this one.
0: The guy with the cape. Uh, the the guy that, the white cape. I don't know. Oh, he, Never mind. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um. Was that big tall dog looking thing in it? No. Okay. <laughs>
0: Chewbacca. Everybody no. hated.
2: No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The they
0: they beings, hate it.
3: Oh, oh no! No. Yeah. He died. Hey, did he die? I in, don't know. In I think so. Shows? Well, oh, let's hope so.
0: I think they just moved oh. away from this planet and didn't ever go back.
2: Because he lived in an underwater um, bubble, didn't he? Here's
0: here's yeah. here's one thing that threw me off. Well, really, he wasn't welcome there. Yeah, because he, he was wasn't an idiot, Welcome in the movie so, yeah. computer. <laughs> I, I I don't want to say too much without giving away. So okay, don't. Right, because right, want to watch it. All right, I'm going to give a warning right now. If you're listening now and you don't want to know what happened in Rogue One, anything about it. Stop listening for about five minutes because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a couple of things. Nothing real major, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody. So please, spoiler alert. Tune out. Uh, the the scene. There's a scene where Princess Leia makes an appearance. Princess Leia makes an appearance. Right. It's computer animated. I yeah. know it is. The person's actually there, but their face. Yeah. Is just like in the original Star Wars. Movie. Oh yeah. And the voice and oh, the line yeah. she says. Yeah, I was like. Holy fuck! <laughs> Flashback. Um, yeah. And then there's a... Uh, of course, I'm bad with all the character names. Sure. Like, there's that general that had the real skinny face that was for the Imperial.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 That yeah. was on
0: the Death Star. Uh-huh. This guy resembled him. The whole time through the movie, I'm sitting there thinking, he's dead. How are they doing this? How are they yeah. doing this? I think it's just a guy that looks like more of the computer. Sure. But it was really well done. Just... Huh. I couldn't get over it. It's a good movie. It is a very good movie, and you, and it leads. It's a story that I had maybe a lot of diehard fans put their thoughts to, but I never really thought about mm-hmm. uh, the whole angle of a movie. Uh, so it, it it ties everything. It ties those one, two, three episodes together with a new hope. Yeah. Well, that's uh, what
3: that's the. Uh... The empire idea, strikes right? back yeah yeah
0: and it does it it does it really well because yeah. i didn't know where where it was going i didn't right. know, i just knew what was going on in the movie and i thought maybe it was a long time before star wars the original anyway okay
3: all right we're back from spoiler alert we're we're out of that
0: yeah.
2: anyway uh, but yeah I yeah
3: i wanted to go see it but i just had too much shit going on yeah so just you and eli go yeah, 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 good deal. Um, he was we telling actually,
2: him about the ships. Yeah, like during
0: the movie, he's like, "That's a U ship," and blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, "Okay," because he's played games that have sure, already,
2: sure.
0: read up on. He knows more about this stuff by name and all the technical stuff than I do. And he's sitting there. He doesn't know. He doesn't have the uh, what's what's the terminology? I want etiquette in a theater yet. He hasn't been enough times to know that when he talks, he's not supposed to be he's like, "Hey, Dad, yeah, this is what's going on." Right, I had to go. Shut up. If you want to talk to me, whisper.
3: I like seen this. there is a uh, uh a downloadable part for the for the game. Game I assume, for the Rogue One thing. I assume now. there
0: is yeah. yeah, I
3: saw that today. I was like, ooh. ooh. Well that that guy that's uh, been
0: that one, you know how they have the characters like Darth Vader and all them making mm-hmm. appearance you can play as them. Right. And that guy that has the white cape. Right. He's in he's
3: Rogue an ass one. kicker.
0: He's in Rogue One.
3: He's kicking my ass several times. Yeah, he's in Rogue game. One.
0: That was the first time I'd ever seen him.
3: I haven't really uh I didn't get to really play much this weekend.
0: I haven't been on at all. I was yeah, just, see how you are. Well, Thursday night I was on movie, a little bit. Went to the movie Thursday night, and then Friday night we were at the comedy show. Sure, yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> comedy show if, from from he, if, from if, Death.
2: If anybody no. knows how multiplayer games work, you know, you team up with your friends and you mm-hmm. you run in your group and you try to get sure. the other group. Well, I jumped into a game, but I was speaking on with everybody through our voice chat right.
0: through
2: our group chat. And I was on the other team, and I was telling oh, Tony yeah. and Dirk where to go. <laughs> yeah. And I was just sitting there trying to shoot yeah, we him. thought
3: he was on our <laughs> team, yeah. and nope. he didn't tell yeah, us. Yeah, like, come so. up
2: here by the big rusty truck thing. Where, where are you guys that's at where, again? That's <laughs> where where you guys at? And that's where you yeah. need to go. Where are yeah. you at now? Where are you at now?
3: Yeah, fuck you,
0: bro.
2: I never got <sighs> to shoot you. That
0: no. made yeah. me sad. I shot you, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teach you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Ha ha ha. Me and, my, me and my Jedi skills.
2: Yeah.
3: How do you like me now? I don't like
0: that. That may have been yeah. one of the two kills I got out of 15 deaths, but you know,
2: it's just chaos. It, it is. But it's so a very good game. Up in it the is. air and stuff. Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront if you're mm-hmm. a game person.
3: I'm uh, hoping to get that other new game. What is it? Yes. Christmas. Yes, Battle Battlefield, Battlefield one. 1. I haven't played yes.
0: that since we started playing Battlefront again.
3: Yeah. I don't play I don't Here lately I haven't played anything, but the Star Wars games.
0: This this past week weekend last weekend was it last weekend we had a uh, guest call in a phone yeah, interview. Yeah, seems
2: like a long time ago.
0: Yeah, well it with, was with uh, mm-hmm. a comedian writer guy named Mike Eltringham. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice guy. Very Super very cool. very good guy. Uh, he does several things. He does a podcast with his girlfriend mm-hmm. that we found out was his girlfriend. Um, and he and he's been he's been on a lot of different things. He's, yeah, he's he he's was glad. uh Went to school for sketch comedy for, for writing and everything. And they're very funny. Yes. There's and a bunch him, of them on there yes. too. <laughs> him, and, him and a friend of his, Adam Dodd,
2: fellow comedian Adam I Dodd. The, I watched the Mugger one. Did oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah.
0: They did an online show that they're on hiatus right now. Uh, it's called The Mike and Adam Show. You can find it online. Just type that in. It's several different skits that they did themselves, in, and as you'll hear, they they did most all the work on it.
2: And we'll link it in the page.
0: Yes, uh, he he's a very nice guy. We spoke with him for a while on the phone. Just really, really I, a good. I guy. still get nervous when we talk
2: to those guys.
0: They don't know what they're getting into either. So um, I figure if they're calling in on calling us and talking to us, they're usually probably pretty yeah decent people. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm too good. I'm above that little dog and pony show but he uh what did you I call wish it?
2: a dog and pony, I pony show I wish we had a dog and a pony no. I'd be petting that pony right now <laughs> tickling its belly so shit all over side of dirt's car <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill almost did the Doctor Evil hand <laughs> wave on that. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, he, he gets so he gets on. so excited for the little things. I had yeah. to hold
2: on to my legs, so I didn't do it. I got, I got, I got.
0: <laughs> all right, on
2: to him. No, Put my I, hands in my pockets.
0: Not, not trying to get away from Mike <clears throat> altering him in our interview. But the other night, the comedy show at the end, there was a, a bit, and I, I hope Troy doesn't get upset that I bring it up. But he said he he wrote this song. It's such a good song. Bill enjoyed it. I literally looked over at Bill, and he was back there howling.
2: It was I just, so hard. when i was watching that at first i was like okay we're just gonna go <clears throat> then when it got to the to where, it kept progressing to where it i was like maybe we're seeing art right now maybe maybe, maybe. one day <laughs> this will be on tv or something i'll be yeah. like this is i was I saw, there i was in that coffee shop and i saw that crazy yeah. bastard do uh-huh. this yeah and i didn't know where he was going with it i didn't know what was going to happen but, yeah, <laughs> it went, it went, I, I, we saw something very, right there. It was
0: good. Yeah. He was good. He was good. And he's clean. And there's no – it wasn't cursing. There wasn't any sexual jokes or anything. It was all clean, and I, it was a great time. Dead yeah, it damn. was fun. Awesome. It was a great time. Good time. But um, I want to get back to Mike Eltringham. Uh, we, we sat down, did an interview, probably spoke to him for, what, 30, 40 minutes? Yeah, around in there.
2: Um, At first, we didn't think our phone was working right. <laughs> freaking out <laughs>
0: did you ever edit any of that out yeah i took all it out okay yeah i took all it out so um well with further further uh, ado here's that interview with mike eltringham comedian hey
1: can
4: you hear me oh, hey mike yeah Hey, sorry. I think my uh, my mic must have bad. I had my head so Sorry about that, guys. No problem. <laughs> no, problem. Okay. We, we, no problem. We were like, we well, we what's going on
0: here? Wrong, yeah. <laughs> we, we thought it was on our end.
2: <laughs> no problem. How's it going? All right.
0: All right. Uh, you're speaking with Dirk. I'm Dirk. I'm Bill. Tony. Uh, nice to chat with okay. you, Mike.
2: Oh. I'm sorry. You said Dirk and Bill? Yeah,
0: yeah, Dirk, Bill, and Tony.
4: And Tony. Hey, guys. What's
0: up? Not much. How you been?
4: I'm good. Can't complain. But, uh, you, know, um, you guys are in
0: Indy, right? Indianapolis? Uh, yeah, we're near Indianapolis. Yes, we're in Indiana. All right. Uh cool. Are we recording already? Are we, uh, we're, we're recording, but it's it's stuff we're going to edit uh, once we oh, get yeah, past yeah. this so we can make everything all decent. <laughs> uh, awesome. I appreciate you being on. We, uh, we really enjoy having comedians on. Um, yeah,
4: no, th- thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Now, are you up in New York right now?
4: I am. I'm a New York comic, uh, New York-based comic. Um, I'm originally from Washington, D.C., but yeah, I'm in, in New York City, up Queens right now. So,
0: how How is the weather there today?
4: Uh, it's very cold. It's actually not that bad. You guys, it's probably colder out there. It's like 30, which has been like the coldest day of the winter so far. But it was like cold enough to wear, like, I had to wear a scarf when I went outside, which like, I didn't want to have to be the scarf guy already, but it, it, it's happening. So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's really cool. How about you guys out
0: there? Uh, it's it snowed. It's been snowing today a little bit. Not nothing, nothing bad. No, nah, you can still see so the grass, I'm pussy, but. Is what you're saying. That's, that's... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's just, I always expect the East Coast cities, the Northeast Coast uh, places to be a little um, winter worn by now. <laughs> And oh, this I did is. a
4: show in uh, I did a show in Indianapolis. It was like two years ago. I've only been there once.
1: Oh.
0: Man, I
4: can't remember the name of the club. It was like a big. It was like a big sporting kind of like it was like one of those big. Uh, it was almost like a Dave and Buster's type place, but it was like bigger. It had like a bowl. It was like a bowling alley. It was like everything. Eight seconds saloon. And, uh, yeah, that might
0: have been it. I, I, I'm, oh, I'm not I'm not real familiar with it, but I know they have a, a bunch of stuff like that.
3: Yeah, they got a bunch of stuff in there. Like say, I've never been there it, either, it, but
4: it was crazy. And it snowed so bad that weekend. I remember I like because my I was uh, opening for a buddy of mine, and we had to go. Like you guys don't play with that snow out there. It's not even like in New York. It, it doesn't really hit until like January anymore. At least since I moved up here. Um, but man, I just remember like. Being freaked out like I wouldn't get to my place. I was, I was staying like thirty miles from the hotel, so it was like a whole thing. So, oh yeah. yeah, man, it's uh it's no joke
0: out there. Yeah, thir- thirty miles outside of the city. Yeah, is yeah, that's problem. you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't think it'd be that bad, <laughs> but no, it's it's the problem is Indiana is flat. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's flat, and <laughs> the wind blows. just blows. Just, snow
3: just blows and drifts. It sucks. Was uh, that the year? Was, was, that, could...
2: was that the year? It was super cold.
0: Uh I, it was like couple years ago. Below. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. It, it was that day, so, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, now, Mike, I, I was looking you up. You do a uh, comedy series online with, called The Adam and Mike Show, and you do that that's with correct. your partner, Adam Dodd?
4: Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Adam. He does a lot of shows all over the country. I'm more at East Coast State. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's our sketch. We kind of put it on hiatus for now. Um, Adam was living up in New York for a while. He's back in Virginia now, and he's doing some more shows on the roads. So, and we just kind of put a pause on that to do some other projects and stuff. But yeah, we did that. Um, we, we had that for about, geez, it was almost two years. Um, we were doing, we were putting sketches out. Uh, so yeah, it was just me and my buddy Adam. We, he's pretty much the reason I got into comedy. Uh, we were buddies in high school. We worked at a, uh, at a movie theater together in Fredericksburg, Virginia, the bustling metropolis. And, uh, <laughs> we, we decided that, you know, we both wanted to get into He kind of was the one who spurred me into it. Because I was very like shy and and reticent to get into comedy, and he was very much like, you know, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in comedy. You should do it too. You're a funny guy. So we always just stayed in touch. We were you know buddies after that. Um, you know, I, I went off to school, and and he he went off to school for a little bit, and then he kind of got right into comedy, and I started doing it after that. He like. He's just a super talented guy. He does like uh, musical comedy, and he was like a headliner almost like within a year. Like he was,
0: oh wow! Too, like wow.
4: he's just, he's, yeah, he's just that talented a guy. So I started doing it around the same time, and my uh, my uh, evolution was not quite as, uh, <laughs> as as a skyrocket. But he me and him, we kind of did the road together. Um, he would take me out on gigs. I, you know, I'd feature for him, and we always talked about doing sketches. And one of our things was early on, we were like, we both loved. Saturday Night Live, like the classic SNL, oh, and
1: yeah. we
4: always loved sketch comedy. And one of the things we'd always talked about, we wanted to do a sketch series together. So we ended up. Shoot, it wasn't until, but we wrote sketches back and forth for years. But I think it was like early 2014 when we, you know, I wrote a bunch of them, and I took a bunch of classes at Upright Citizens Brigade, uh, which is kind of a famous
1: yes um,
4: sketch comedy and improv uh, factory, almost like theater out of uh, New York City. So that was great for me because I'd already, always written sketches, but that kind of really taught me how to hone it down to like the, the, the art of sketch comedy. I didn't really think there was much of a process to it, but there very much is. So I kind of wrote a bunch of sketches after that, uh, that were a lot tighter, a lot better than the ones I used to write. We just kind of, he, he was very much into like, you know, filming and editing and directing and that kind of stuff. So he got a camera. I you know wrote a bunch of sketches. He wrote a few of them, but he kind of, he more like edited the stuff I did and then we just started shooting. We shot, like, I think 10 or 12 before we even debuted the show. And then we just kind of did one a week for a while. We took a little break and then came back at it. But, yeah, it was, I mean, creatively, it was just, like, one of the best experiences because, you know, we were such good buddies and we wanted to do it for years. And, you know, it got what it got. Like, it, it's very hard to, I think, make a foothold doing internet
2: comment, and you guys got a podcast it's not easy cuz there's so much there's thousands out there, you know there's I mean? thousands yeah we tried doing sketches yeah, and didn't always go well have you guys no. done sketches
0: before well we've tried we've do. done our own and and uh we're not we're not geniuses <laughs> <laughs> um we're not comedic geniuses so uh it, the problem is we find it humorous because we're layman's. Uh, <laughs> most people <laughs> Probably won't. Um, so, Mike, how much do you charge for writing sketches? Cause, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's
4: negotiate. No, you know what is yeah. funny, though, you guys? That's how you got to do it, though. You, you got to start with what's funny to you. And the way I look at comedy, and I don't want to get into a whole like discussion of comedy because that kind of stuff, people, you know. Layman or whatever—I don't want to use that term—but like people, like when I start talking about comedy, people want to bash their head against the wall. <laughs> but, <laughs> I guess the, the, the thing that it, that I really look at comedy as, as far as when I write, is you got to look at like a Venn diagram. What it, what interests you? What do you think is funny? And then what the audience thinks is funny, and find out where that intersects. And that's kind of what you got to. And you got to start with what you think is funny. So you guys are doing the right thing by going after the kind of stuff you like. And it's just all—it is one of those things. The more you do it, the better you get at it. And people look at it like being a comedian or being funny is like this magic thing that you either have or you don't look there's talent there's people who, who might never do it but at the end of the day i mean i'm i of the mind that if you if you're disciplined and you work at it and you're a student of comedy i think mean, any i don't want to say anybody can do it but it's it's not it's not this like unattainable goal that that
0: people make it out to do right people. um now you were talking about you were shy uh when you were oh, younger yeah. before you got in uh what what happened or what took place that made you more comfortable to get up there and do that was it just you guys you just realized you had to do it
4: yeah you know so it was weird and i i won't go into my you know horrors of middle school and high school but just to go back a little bit so when i was in third grade i did my uh my uh, elementary school talent show and i did stand up uh so that was the first time i ever did it oh wow so you, it was used, like, really young well, I stopped for like fifteen years, so I, it wasn't like I was doing punks in fifth grade. You know? I was like doing Carolines when I was in middle school. But no, I um, so I, I typically went and I, I did it once, and I I just would like write jokes um, because my my brother was into David Letterman at the time, and you know I, I you know idolized my big brother, so I started liking Letterman from that, uh, and he became like the first kind of guy who got me into that kind of weird comedy. And I think if I'm 33 right now, so that was back when I was like, whatever, you know, nine, 10 years old. I think I can't ask for a better person. I don't think you could ask for a better person to start getting you into comedy for me than David Letterman, because he was so subversive, but at the same time, he kind of appealed to the the classic kind of comics guys like Johnny Carson hosts like that. But he did his own thing. And then he kind of began Tony, who I love. So, not to get too far into that, but basically, I I did it in, you know, third grade. I loved it, but I just, we moved around a lot. I kind of got shy and shy as the years went on. I kind of, you know, everybody has that ugly duckling syndrome where they're in high school and they're not comfortable in their own skin. And I got like that. I wasn't a very confident kid. Um, So, I kind of got shy and I was just, you know, you're always worried about, like, how you're coming off to other people. And it just kind of became one of those things in my mind where I was like, well, I can't do comedy because I'm just not. I, I just can't do it. It's just something that people with more talent or whatever do. And then I got into high school, and you know that was you know it was kind of the same way. Once I got into college, like I said, I met Adam. He he was kind of embolden me because he was so confident about. It. He was just like always like, yeah, I'm going to do comedy. And I started writing jokes when I got to college. I didn't do stand up, but I just would write a bunch of. Probably for like three years, I wrote jokes, and it, it wasn't the whole time, and I just wrote a bunch of jokes, and they were all bad. Um, and then I. <laughs> One time, I was home from uh, on summer break before my senior year of college, and Adam was Adam had already started doing comedy, and I had I intended to start, but I went to an open mic at the it was the Colonial Tavern in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and it was the most nervous I've ever been. Like, if you could have taken a bet on whether or not I pee my pants that night, the <laughs> odds would have been astronomical. You would have I didn't, but I should have. <laughs> so, that night, I, I went up and I did comedy for the first time. I did good because they left the crowd. The host said, hey, this guy's going for the first time. And my jokes for a first time got like, you could tell I was like in the right direction. So, I was like, I, I couldn't have felt more energized. Right? I was just on top of the world. And then the next show I do the next week and I, 10 minutes or whatever, five minutes of silence, I bombed. And then I bombed after that. And I kept bombing and I kept bombing. And then I went back to, uh, school. At, I went to Virginia Tech and I went back to school and there was a comedy club down there. And by, uh, when I say comedy club, I mean, they turned it, they had a microphone at a bar. And <laughs> I got up there and I did the, all the jokes I'd been working on all summer and they loved it. And that was what kind of emboldened me to use that word for the second time. Uh, that emboldened me to kind of keep going and buoyed me up for my kind of first couple of years in comedy. And then just from there, I just kept doing it. Once I kind of got over that initial hump of being like really nervous about what people think of me, I just kind of kept going, and I uh,
2: have stopped.
0: And and uh, and you also can't be afraid of of people not you know not every night going smoothly. You've got oh, yeah. to expect that.
2: Yeah, talk. You're talking about that first time going up there. It just sounds terrifying. <laughs> I was nervous listening to it. <laughs> yeah,
4: um, I, you, I'll never forget that man. It was so like I remember because. The host of the show, uh he's, he's, a, he's now in L.A., he's a guy named John Clark, really funny guy, sweetheart of a guy. Um, he was the host of the show that night. Adam comes up and says, hey, can my boy get a little time? And he was like, ah, maybe, I don't know. And as soon as he said that, I couldn't have been like, whoa, the guy says there's no time. I guess we yeah. no. like I wanted to <laughs> so, so bad. But I I stayed in, I hung in there, and it went okay, and then... For a
0: while, it didn't go okay. <laughs> <It> didn't <work. laughs> well, uh, ups and downs. I want to ask: Do you remember any of the material from that first time up on stage there?
4: Oh man, I had one joke about. I always thought this was a good joke. It never worked. Uh, I did it like my first few months. I had this joke. Actually, I remember two. There's one of them that still works that I do from time to time. I'll tell you about that one last. I'll tell you this one because I don't think it it doesn't work, but I like <laughs> so. I I did a joke about that. isn't that how, how always that work? So I did a joke about how because I have a huge fear of spiders, I'm like a huge arachnophobe. So when you start getting into comedy, they tell you, all right, well, you got to write about three things: write about things that you fear, write about things that make you angry, and then there's one other thing. I'm pulling a Rick Perry here, but I don't. It's something else. Anyway, yeah. that's something. <laughs> don't else. don't ever put yourself so, in
0: that category.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: cool. So can I can bullshit. Can I swear on this? Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. All right. Well, fuck yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, there you. So, you know, we, uh, we go and, uh, I write about all this stuff that scares me, right? So spiders scare the shit out of me. So I write this bit about spiders where I read, and I'm a, i am was a history major in college too, so I'm a you know, pretty big history buff. So I read that back in, in, uh, like the 1800s, what they used, you know, they had outhouses right back then. There was no indoor plumbing. Um, so and I kind of tipped the joke on this one. So what would happen <laughs> is black widows would make their web in the bowl of a toilet um, in the in the outhouse, which is terrifying. But I said, I wish I'd been alive back then because I would have been a millionaire because that would have made me invent indoor plumbing. Like, I would have been the guy. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> That's not bad. That never, yeah.
4: it's, it's, a, it's a well-constructed joke. It never really got over. The second one that I told, uh, I think it was my first joke I ever told, and I still tell to this day, was uh, my dad uh, came to see me do stand-up one time and after the show, I went up to him and said, Hey, Dad, what do you think of my jokes? And he said, Well, son, you know, I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, you're adopted. And I still tell that one. It's a good look. Chocolate. Sometimes the crowds don't like it. Uh, one time I told that joke, just to, like, divert a little bit. Uh, I was doing a show in uh, Maryland one time, and I told that joke. And this family gets up, and they go out to get the And they're really nice. And It was like a packed show, and everybody loved the jokes. This family gets up. And they walk to the back of the bar, and they get their their bill. And I don't know why they were in a bar anyway, but they were. So I I noticed, and after my set, I go off stage, and they're you know the guys settling up, and he's not being rude, he's not being like he's just leaving. He very clearly wanted to leave, and I look up, and it's a white couple, two Asian kids, and Uh-oh. I've never felt more bad in my life they were clearly <laughs> adopted, and I felt like such a piece of
0: shit. Uh, but, but that that you're gonna have that. Yeah.
3: You're yeah. never gonna know. You, you're not gonna you didn't know that. I mean, you know. So uh it's like some oh, of those
0: yeah. uh <clears throat> some of those other comics like uh, I can't think of his name, Jezzelneck. He's pretty pretty rude and yeah. you have to know what you're getting into with with comedians when you go see their show to a certain degree. Right. Uh so you, you've gotta have very, very thick skin, I think, in order to not take things personally when you go to a comedy show. But people do. It happens, sure. But that's when you get the hecklers and the people. Have you ever had a heckler? Oh
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, <laughs>
4: yeah. I, you know it it happens from time to time, and it, it, you know it, it happens to anybody. It's not. Um, it's just one of those things to kind of deal with. Um, I I love hecklers. Um, I'm decent at dealing with them, and really the only trick to it um, for me—not that you guys asked—but the only really trick that I use to deal with hecklers that I've I've been able to employ successfully that as long as the crowd, if the crowd's on your side to begin with and you react quickly, it doesn't really matter what you say as long as it's not too harsh and you just show the crowd that you've addressed it, you're not rattled by it and it's a quick response. Most of the time they're going to laugh with you and it doesn't even have to be that funny because, you know, at the end of the day, all you want to do is, you know, extinguish it and move on. Uh I don't want to spend, you know, my whole set,
1: yeah.
3: Some
4: drunk to
1: shut that shit uh, down yeah. quick.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah. it happens, and I mean, you know, not even not every heckler is even has ill intent. Um, you know, there's some of them who are doing kind of that agreement thing, um, where they'll say, "Yeah, I know that's right," or something like that. And then yeah. you just kind of learn to that out and just, yeah, okay. Uh, but when it's people who think they're helping, but are really trying to like instigate, but they think they're doing a good thing because they're like, "Oh yeah, I just thought it would be funny."
3: that guy you just need to deal with that guy
0: quick and move on <laughs> get it over with well, you. we we had a comedian <laughs> a week or so ago named chris cope and he said he he he's dealt with hecklers and, and he's one of those that's pretty quick on his feet on his toes he can come back and i just i'm i'm enamored by people like that uh that you can just be up there well i mean you know you're you're still there's still a little bit of butterflies nervousness you don't know how it's going to go God, i'd take like like something great
2: 15 minutes later yeah <laughs> like
0: oh like, shit, like yeah, like you're up there doing your thing. You've got in your mind, you got to work through your material, keep it on pace, because um, you only have so much time anyway. Uh, right, and then then somebody throws this boomerang at you out of the out of the crowd, and and you've got a you got to keep going. And it's it's I just I'm enamored by people that can be that quick to shut it down. I
4: mm-hmm. think I think the trick is just don't whatever you however you respond to them. Um, you know, the the quickness part, like Chris was telling you guys, like, that's that's a big thing. Also, as long as you don't get emotional in any way, like, as long as you don't show the crowd that you're nervous, as long right. as you don't show the, most importantly, that you're angry. If you if you get angry, I did that early in my career, I would get a little angry. And a, a friend of mine, an older comic, told me, he said, you just can't get angry on stage. That, they're, you're right. I mean, they shouldn't be doing that. Like, your anger, unless you can kind of, like, channel it in a way that kind of builds up and, like, you build the crowd with you. But as long as you don't do it from the start, to me, just kind of let the, you know, let the moment play out, react to it, and then just show them that you're not, you know, you're unflappable. Yeah. That's the trick, because at the end of the day, you're not against the heckler, really. You're just, you're still trying to show the crowd that you're in control of the ship. Right, you know, just a,
3: a, you know, an obstacle in the way. And yeah, there's nothing that. worse than you know you let somebody know they got under your skin, and then it's just, it's just an open wound. <laughs> I mean, they just keep at you, yeah. you know. I mean, now, you know, everybody's would, dealt with that.
0: Would you contribute some of your being able to handle that and 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 deal with that uh, to any of your improv training that you've had uh, with the with the Washington Improv Theater?
1: Oh
4: yeah. Man, you guys really did your homework. You read my website. Yeah. I, I took a, uh, I took an intro class at, uh, at Wick. Let me say this. That's a great for anyone. Who, if you guys have any listeners of the DCA, it's a great uh, improv program there. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, that's the kind of, you know, I, I would recommend any comedian, anyone who's into comedy, take at least one improv class. It was one of those things for me, it, it kind of brought me out of my shell a little bit and definitely made me a better performer because it does get you out of your head. Um, you know, there are some people who go into it uh, you know, very serious about just doing improv, and that's great, and, and there's a lot of, you know, great improvisers. There's a lot of bad ones, but there's a lot of bad at any art form. Uh, so I, for me it was very helpful because it kind of just, it helped me become a better performer because I was more of a writer. You know, I've always, you know, fancied myself more of a writer, but that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's only half the, the story. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I think any comic who's coming up um, it, it helps me out, and I think it would help any Same with like acting classes; I never took one of those, but I guess I can you know give advice and say people should take that, even though I've never done it. So I don't well,
0: know. You, you've been up there on stage way more than most people we've ever known, so I would take advice from yeah. you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, now I want to move on. Now you left there, and then you also've done stuff with the Upright Citizens Brigade, right?
4: Yeah, well, I didn't, I took a class with them. I never was like, because they have, uh, sketch teams and they have, um, improv teams. I never did improv with them. I took two sketch classes with them, which again, like I said, uh, that's the kind of thing where if you go into that, you know, trying to figure out how to be funny, none of those classes will teach you how to be funny. Um, all they'll teach you is the structure. And it very, it helps me very much with my sketch writing and really a lot of my writing because it taught me the concepts of, um, How to how to construct a comedy sketch, and it's a very simple construct. And it's funny because once they show you, it's almost like the Matrix. Like they teach you, okay, here's how a sketch is built, and then you kind of buck that. At first, you kind of think like, well, they can't all be like that, and they're not all like that. But if you watch SNL, you watch you know some of the classic stuff like Kids in the Hall is one of my favorites, Um, or anything like that. Even like Portlandia now, all these sketches, the basic structure is the same. You establish the premise. You heighten it, you heighten it, you heighten it, and then you end it on what's called the they call the button, but whatever. <laughs> that's just super writery bullshit. Uh, but so it's it's it was very helpful for me taking those classes, get the structure. I was going to pursue it and try to get in on a a sketch writing team uh, at UCB, and then I you know I just got into shows and I got into different stuff, and I didn't end up completing the course. And then that around that same time, me and Adam were talking about doing one, and I was like, look. I could either go in and it's such a, it's such a competitive field and you know, not to, you know, not to cop out, but it was one of those things where, okay, I can go try to get this. I can spend all my time trying to get this thing, which I might not get because it's very competitive. They have like a couple spots open once a year. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go do my own thing, make my own show. And you know, that's a much harder platform to build because I'm doing it independently without the. You know, the great resources of UCB and, and all their fan base and all that. But at the same time, I was like, well, I can do whatever I want. It's two guys. We're our own executive producers, directors, creators. We control everything. Right. So I kind of went and focused on that. And I think, you know, that, that that's the kind of thing that I think will help, you know, me and Adam, cause I, you know, I'm hoping to, you know, be a writer on, on a television staff or something like that, or, you know, hopefully one day have my own show. So that's the kind of thing having done that. It helps you realize because we would, you know, we've had sketches where we had other cast members. Um, so we had to have people where I was coaching them how to read the lines. So, right. um, that was the kind of thing that, that helps you get better as a, as a performer and as someone who's kind of just a creative person, I guess, because you have to think of it from all sides, not just here's the jokes. Right. Let's do it. There's like so much more to consider.
0: And I, I guess I'm a little different than most people because when I watch a show, I, I enjoy, th- the show itself, but then I sit there and think, you know, to do the show, television show, uh, movies, whatever, the writing staff—they've got to come up with new ideas and new storylines and how to fit everything together. That has, yeah. has to be one of the most difficult jobs in in the entertainment field.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just insane. It's an insanely competitive field. There's so many funny people, so many talented people, and so many shows. You know, start up and then get canceled. And, you know, there's like these staffs of, of amazing, like, I don't know if you guys ever watched it. It was, you know, and I, you know, it was like almost 30 years ago now. I guess, well, 23 years ago, um, give or take. It was like early 90s. The Dana Carvey show was on ABC. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar. The staff for that show is like one of the all time great. It had Robert Smigo on the writing staff, Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, Louis C.K. It was on for, like, a season and a half, and it got canceled. And it's like, you look at that kind of thing, and that's just the ultimate, to me, story of, like, all right, well, what do you got? You know, like, right, these guys yeah. all got, these geniuses got together. With Dana Carvey, one of the most talented performers, and these geniuses got together, and they got canceled. So it's like, oh, right, you better work your ass off. Right, yeah. Really well, so, <laughs> yeah it,
0: it, it's tough. And that goes back to <laughs> another train of thought I have. Uh, a lot of those people that you just named off didn't get a lot of success till here in the last 10 years. And yeah. I think I think culture kind of contradicts uh, what people like and where they're at in life and time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, I, I always go back to Larry David. Larry David was a writer on SNL for a little while, and he never got anything on, yeah. but maybe one skit, and then he coves on to to do Seinfeld with Jerry Seinfeld, and then he's a golden boy now. You know, he he does his cur- or did his Kirby or enthusiasm, and and everybody loved it. And I just I think it's a lot to do with cultural attitudes and outlooks.
4: You know, it's interesting that you bring that up. I think Larry David for for a comedy writer, I guess, might be like the ultimate success story because you really like you said, you break it down. He started off as a stand up. Wasn't I mean he wasn't you know, he wasn't very successful. I mean, back at the time, not as many people were doing stand ups, so I think it was a little bit easier. To, to be noticed, so I think as, as someone who struggled on the level he did at the time would have a hard time getting noticed there because there's so many people, but he did stand up in New York. Uh, he had a hard time getting noticed, but he did get, you know, uh, he, he wrote for a show called Fridays, um, which was kind of the, the, the copy of SNL at the time on I think ABC. And he went to work for SNL, um, and you know, he, he failed there. He, he got fired. He actually, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he did the same thing that uh, George Costanza did on an early season episode where he quit, and then he came back in the next day and just pretended like he didn't quit. Yeah. That was <laughs> a true story from SNL. No.
0: We we so, literally just heard that recently.
4: Oh yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite stories. It's a, so great I had a great story. Great episode, but but yeah, and for him, for, so for him to work at SNL, fail at that, then reemerge as the creator of the most successful sitcom to the point where people looked at it, you know obviously he's you know he's Larry in, so he's well known in Hollywood. But then outside that, you know, he's not a household name. I mean, none of us knew who Larry David was from most of the show's run. Um, and I watched every episode of Seinfeld by like 25 times. So during the show, I didn't know who Larry David was until the very end of the run because I didn't care about comedy writers. I just cared about comedy. Right. right. Then for him to come out and come out with his own show where he becomes the star of, as a performer, mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a, a great story because it shows every level of bursting through failure that. I mean, how could you not? Even if, like, like, I, I get why people don't like Larry David. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. he's, he's a very much, I love him, but he's very much a quite like, face. I get why you wouldn't like her, because that shows you that you love it or you hate it. But right. I think everybody has to respect the the story that he has, because it's just amazing. The,
0: the resilience of just keep on trucking, Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. We're speaking with Mike Eltringham, comedian extraordinaire. <laughs> uh now, do you have anything lined up, uh, performances in the near future for the new year?
4: Uh, I don't have any any shows on the calendar right now. I, there's one I'm doing in Brooklyn. I don't have the uh, in January. I don't have the information in front of me, so I'm, I'm horrible at promoting myself. But uh, the one thing I will I will promote, uh, if you guys don't mind, is I do have a podcast. Yes. Uh, with my lovely girlfriend Elizabeth
1: Elizabeth uh, it's Reed
4: called We Just Yeah Elizabeth Reed. She's awesome. So it's called We Just Saw a Movie and it's right now we're in the middle of doing our, uh, it's this big project we were doing. It's called the 25 Days of Christmas, very original name. Uh, but it's <laughs> called the 25 Days of Christmas and basically what we do is we, well, what we started to do was, uh, we were going to watch 25 Christmas movies and do a review because uh, take a step back. It's a, it's a uh, podcast where we watch movies and then we literally come right home because we used to have you know, these conversations on a walk home where we talk about the movie, we make jokes. We decided we'd do a podcast, so it's, like, literally right after we saw the movie. Sure, So
1: that's a good then we idea. decided, oh,
4: well, well, yeah, yeah, we'll put out 25 episodes in Christmas with Christmas movies. But what we realized was it's not really that interesting to hear us talk about a movie that
1: we love or that everybody
4: knows. So what we did was we started watching a lot of these, like, Hallmark movies and Lifetime movies. <laughs> oh, you know, there you go. A, yeah. Yeah, and and we basically it's just us spending like a half hour breaking down these you know asinine plots, <laughs> these <laughs> yeah. Christmas movies, and we just rip on them for a half hour. So we've done we threw a few classics in there. We just did National Anthem's Christmas Vacation, which I love. But most oh, of yeah. them are, and we've, we've done we we've put out like however many days there are in December now. Twelve. Uh, we put out eleven or twelve episodes. Um, so yeah, we're doing one every day up until Christmas. It is insanely fun to do. Uh She's great to work with. You know, obviously we're, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you, you don't know if you'll click with somebody. You know, we, we've been dating for like three years, four years. So you don't know if you'll click with somebody on that other level of a creative level. And it's very cool for us to, as, a, you know, on a podcast for us, we feel like it's, it, it works out and it's, it's a fun listen. So it's, it's very cool for us. We have a fun time doing it and I think they're pretty funny. So, if any of your listeners want to check that out, um, please do. it. Uh, you can yeah. get either subscribe on iTunes at We Just Saw a Movie or at uh, We Just Saw Movie dot com.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Now I want to ask you about your girlfriend because she also does sure. portraits, correct?
4: Yeah, she's uh you know, it's great. Um and and one of the best things about uh you know doing an interview like this is getting to talk about the person you're dating being more talented than you. Isn't that all <laughs>
1: well, that's, uh,
4: that's no, not no, where no, I, was,
0: no. I was going, but okay. <laughs> that's how you
4: feel. I'm, I'm being serious though. She is. She's amazing. Uh, she does do portraits, um, or her, her company or it's, you know, her, you know, doing portraits of, uh, you know, pictures or anything like that. She does, uh, it's called snapshot portraits. And, uh, yeah, she's great. I mean, she's amazing. And I gotta tell you guys the story. Uh, when we first started dating, uh, we, you know, we, we would hang out. We'll, you know, I would you know have a couple of rum and cokes. As I'm wont to do. And I remember one night I was at, we were at a, you know, hanging out after a show at, at some bar I performed at. And I said, "Man, you're just a great artist." She's like, "Oh, thank you." And I said, "You know, it would be really cool to see a portrait of uh, Chewbacca, Han Solo, Batman, and Alfred as Butler hanging out at a bar." And this is my drunken thought. And I just said that.
2: That's, and that's beautiful. That's
4: a dumbass thing to say. That's a dumbass <laughs> thing so you're. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> So I said that, and Christmas rolls around, and what does she do? She paints a portrait. I will send you guys a picture. That would oh, be, yeah. that would be awesome. great. Yeah. It is, is one of my favorite. It's my single favorite work of art that I've ever seen in my life. But that was <laughs> when I was like, eh, you know, this, she might be a keeper. That's that's pretty good. There you go, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. It,
0: and getting back to your point of you two working together on the, on the podcast, uh, <laughs> we just saw a movie. You guys it's hard cuz I'm I'm married. I've been married for a while and it's hard to get out of your everyday interactions and and yeah. sit down and and when you expect the other person to reply with certain demeanor you, you just you, it's habitual. So when you get on air and you start doing something new like that uh that's probably pretty pleasant and and kind of gives you more of a spark too, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, definitely. And it's cool because like we both you know, we we you know we have a lot of the same taste in like t v shows and stuff, but I think in movies you know we we generally we're, we're pretty close on what we like and don't like, but there are times when we'll disagree, and I think one of the cool things is we'll just fight on the on the podcast <laughs> and then, you know that's a very dangerous proposition because yeah. you know that can bleed over to uh hey, uh, you didn't really like uh you know whatever movie just came out, also, why don't you take the trash out of her so like. It's yeah. very, like <laughs> Type row, type situation, but now we we leave it. You know, anytime we have a fight about the uh, the movies or whatever, we leave it on the podcast. Um, but it's it's fun. And oh, I should tell you guys about this. There was one time, and I always bring this up. I bring it up on the podcast. I bring it up with her, and she. It makes me laugh. But there was one time. This is before we did the podcast because we go see movies. Like I'm a movie fanatic. I go all the time. And I've, for years, I've gone because I used to work at the movie theater when I was in high school. So. I went, we went to, uh, to see Jersey Boys, which I don't know if you guys saw it, the Clint Eastwood movie. And uh, it was one of those things where we just wanted to see a movie. Like, I had no inclination to really see it. I was just kind of like, you yeah, know, Clint Eastwood's a decent director or whatever. And then we, we saw it, and it was horrible. It was, I don't know if you guys watched it, but <laughs> I apologize. <if> guys,
3: <laughs> I've never even movie. heard of it, so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it was very bad. And uh, we walked home, and she was so mad because it was my idea. I had been the one who said, we should go see this and she just wouldn't talk to me on the whole walk home and I still bring that up and she gets so mad when I do but I was like what Like, how did you blame
1: that on me like I had nothing to do with the production of the film
3: well you
0: picked it yeah I, I kind of did the similar true. thing with my wife when we were dating We, I, I, I went to see The Longest Day with George Clooney I believe and I think Julia Roberts after that I'd, I'd always make a reference when something was going bad I'm like yeah this is just like that time we went to see Longest Day longest day. Just horrible. I don't remember that. It's a cliche. It's a horrible cliche. I don't remember movie. That one. It's, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Not, but, but, um. See,
3: mine, she likes to watch those movies you've never heard of. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do this. This is going to drive me absolutely insane. Yeah.
0: I, I. <laughs> I, I I prefer comedies and action movies. I'm she I'm
3: bitches at me because I watch the same movie twenty times. But you know she's like you never watch anything new. You've never seen this one before. I was like, well, it money? sucks if I've never seen a trailer for it on TV. It's it's pretty well bound to suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: now, Mike, uh, you have a website. It's mikealteringham dot uh, That's where you can find Correct. out where you're going to be and what you, what you've got going on. Um and now you say you're on hiatus from the Adam and Mike show. Are you guys do you have a tentative date that you're planning on ever getting back together and working on that?
4: Uh we've not at the moment. We've got another project we're working on. Uh I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Uh, it's more it's no, I, I, it's not that I don't want to talk about it's a web series, it's more episodic. Um but it's we're hoping to have it out in early twenty seventeen and it's going to be me writing and Adam's in more of a directing role. Adam's amazing behind the camera. So, you know, it's it's not going to be, like, sketch-based as much. I, I think as far as sketches, we may, you know, come together every once in a while to do something. We're not in the same place anymore, so it's a little bit harder. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not one of those things where we, you know, this isn't like Lennon and McCartney getting into a fight. <laughs> uh, we You know, we just wanted to do different stuff for a while, and so did I. So we're still best friends, and... You know, if we ever think of an idea that we could do together, we'll definitely do it. But, yeah, we, we are going to work on something. Um, I'm writing it right now. He's going to lend his amazing talents behind the camera, and we're going to have some cool cameos from friends of mine and his, and,
1: and we're hoping that. But I'll
4: let you guys know when that comes out. But, I, like I said, I don't want to jinx it just yet because yeah, I haven't sure. finished the uh, scripting yet. So yeah. I kind of want to keep that, keep working
0: on that. Yeah, because uh, we'd, we'd love to have you back on after the f- new year. Oh, absolutely! Um, I'll be back yeah. if you're willing. And uh, I want people to go check out the, your podcast. We just saw a movie, uh, very humorous with Miss Elizabeth Reed and yourself. And when you get a chance, I know I know you're not creating them anymore, but check out the Adam and Mike show online. Um, I've I watched some of those, and they're really good. I, I really like the uh, the wallet. Give me your wallet. Oh man, thank you so much. <laughs> uh,
4: you know, and, and yeah, I appreciate you guys plugging it. They're not. Like you said, we're not keeping them up, but we do have about, I think, 50 that we did or something like that. Yeah. Maybe even more. Um, so there's a pretty good collection on there, uh, and that's com. But real quick, dude, I don't know if you guys have time, but there's one oh, yeah. story, um, for, for that sketch. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That's one of my favorites that we did. not, you know, to say, you know, try to two a horn, but I thought it came out really <laughs> well. And one of the things that, you know, we did was we shot these sketches and, and, at that point, we didn't have we we never had a crew. It was always me and Adam. Uh, we might have a friend or two uh, help us out and hold the boom mic, but for the most part, it was Adam behind the camera and acting in front of the camera. So the technical aspect of it was very like super guerrilla, because it was just like. I mean, girl, like G U E R as opposed to G O R. Right, know, right. right. It.
0: Just very but, difficult.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like it was do it yourself. Like we were, we were had everything. And Adam, you know, Adam would get frustrated because he was he was the one buying the camera. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, so I would help. But he technically was trying to make sure everything's in focus, make sure the mics are okay. So when we shot Jimmy and Walt, we shot that uh, I guess about two years ago now, almost. And when we shot that sketch. It was in New York where we shot it, and that was when Adam was still living in Virginia. So he came up to do it, and we shot it down the street from my apartment in uh, Queens. And what we did was, it was like 19 degrees that day, <laughs> um, <laughs> which again probably isn't that bad for you guys, but it's bad no, for me. No,
1: it's
0: shitty. And it's shitty. It
4: was not. So it was to the point where like our hands were freezing. I have, you know, we go out, and I don't know if you guys watch or you watch this sketch right now. I'm in a ski mask during the sketch. Mm-hmm. Adam has towards the end of the sketch, not to spoil, it, but he has a knife,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, and I've got my hand in my pocket pretending I have a gun. None of which is legal in New York City. You <laughs> can't do that on
3: the Right. I'm you didn't get arrested well, just trying to out, record it.
4: Okay. So we did. We did all that. We shot the sketch. People are walking by. They're like, "What the fuck are these guys doing?" <laughs> we had to like stop. There's actually an outtake uh, clip, and it should be on our on our YouTube channel. Um, but there's an a clip where people are walking by and we have to like tell them like, yeah, we're, we're shooting a thing. Cause some people didn't see the camera.
1: Oh. So they think I'm
4: just <laughs> robbing the guy, which I would be like, you know, does anyone wear a ski mask to rob someone in public? And also, does anyone even do that that way? Like you wait till, you know, nighttime. But anyway, it was just so much fun. It was like one of those things where during the thing, it was so stressful to shoot because I was worried a cop was going to stop us. Sure. I was yeah. worried. Something was gonna happen, but it ended up being like, you know, the sketch turned out pretty well and it's one of those stories that's just fun to tell. So we, we had a good time with all those sketches, but man, were they stressful
0: to do during not, <laughs> not not to bring it up again, but I've gotta ask, yeah. did did you have people that were doing a Seinfeld moment where they just sat there and witnessed you robbing the other guy and did nothing sorry, about it? Did did you did you have uh, passerbys do a uh, Seinfeld moment where they just sat there and witnessed you robbing him and did nothing? <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, it was just kind of like, we just got weird looks from old ladies,
1: kind
0: of. Like, most people
4: just, most people saw the camera, I think, and uh, and just kind of kept walking. Because, like, New York, you see people shoot oh, stuff yeah. all the time. And you're just like, all right, I'll stay out of the way. And people, most people are cool. But there's a couple people, they don't know it's a it's a shoot or it's a camera. It's not even that they think it's a robbery. They're just like, what is it, like some weird performance art? Yeah. Like,
1: What's go going on over there? there?
4: Oh. And yeah, so it's, it, it was just kind of more like people get – no one, like, really got involved. People just were kind of like, all right, well, I don't know what these weird guys are doing, but I'm just <laughs> going to try to stay that way for
0: Well, Mike, we won't keep you any longer. We appreciate you uh, calling in and, and talking with us. Um, we, we definitely want to stay in touch with you. It's been an enjoyable uh, chat we've had uh you're a funny guy uh if you ever do do any more shows let us know we'll plug them uh get out there and see them uh,
4: uh thank you so much guys for having me and hey next time i'm in indianapolis hopefully i'll be out there soon I'll let you guys know you gotta come check out a show oh, oh definitely
0: yeah, most definitely, definitely. It'd most definitely be great it'd be great come 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 when it's warm yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: not uh, 30 inches of snow on the ground yeah. right uh,
0: right well uh, Mike, you and Elizabeth, I hope you guys have a great holiday season and a good new year.
4: You too, guys. Happy
1: holidays.
0: Yep. Peace All right.
3: Thanks.
1: thanks. Thanks.
0: Bye. Bye. And that was Mike Eltringham. Good guy. Go check him out online. At Mike and Adam have a show. Or the Mike and Adam show. I'm sorry, uh, and you can check out their podcast.
2: We just saw a movie. We
0: just saw a movie. And I
2: listened to it. It's pretty good.
0: And Bill, Bill says it's good. What they do is they watch holiday movies on Hallmark right now. And those those channels. Is it just comes, Hallmark? Or, well, it's other channels too. But, but movie, it's a lot of the
2: cheesy yeah. of,
0: the, of the Christmas movies. The movie
2: I watched, or they were talking about when I listened to it, was the accountant, the I Ben know. Affleck movie. Okay, where he's an accountant. So
0: what's I got to this- do? christmas it's, it's
2: it probably. was before christmas i listened to one of their first ones
0: they, they do all kinds of movies but right now it's holiday oh, okay if you okay. like
2: if, if you ever like uh sit in a diner or something and listen to a couple talk next to you and you're sitting there acting like you're not listening to them but you're listening that's what it feels like it feels like you're listening to a couple bicker tony looks at me like i'm an asshole when i talk
0: and, <laughs>
3: and i look at you this way all the time
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah that's how we look at assholes
3: you look at like
2: it's wow! Just, just slightly bored and
3: <laughs> look at that asshole. <laughs> anyway, um, that is one ugly asshole. <laughs> we, we will be we will be doing a
2: podcast. Well, the asshole words coming out of that asshole next week. We we, we plan on putting another episode
0: out. Especially um, with
3: that goatee you got going there, just you know, probably, when after you, when you talk, it just looks like an asshole winking probably at full, you. It's probably full of cupcake now. It just looks <laughs> like it looks, like, a, it just looks like an asshole winking at you.
0: After the uh, Christmas <laughs> holiday, we will have another episode up. Uh, we plan on not missing a beat, hopefully, if we just can get a, together this uh, week. Just a gaping, gaping asshole. For, for those gaping listening, asshole. we hope you have a Merry Christmas um, and healthy and safe.
3: And don't be an asshole.
0: And don't be an a-hole.
3: That's right. Don't be like Bill. And good night. Please,
2: Daddy. Don't get
1: drunk. drunk Christmas. Christmas.
2: I don't Fantastic. Know, see my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk.